You're listening to One on One with DP. Sponsored by Beatrice Bakery on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back to a special one-on-one with Peter Ferguson, who is, uh, again, in leadership of the Martin Luther King Jr. Youth Rally that will take place Monday. Um, If you would give the folks a little bit of detail behind what the rally actually is, um, there won't actually be a a march this year because of of situation and circumstance. Um, but it will be virtual, and folks will be able to follow this thing. So let's go through, one, tell them the history behind it and what this thing is actually going to be. Right. Well, this is our 27th year, so it's our 27th annual Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Youth Rally in March, and you will hear us say the whole thing Mm -hmm. because he was a man of faith, um, and we understand that separation between church and state, but he was he was a man who had faith in that dreams and that there was going to be equity, there was going to be justice, there was going to be civility and um, kindness, and in order to do that, you have to have faith in some sense, sense of it. Um, he was a doctor, and so he achieved his education at 15. You know, he went to college, and so we honor that. And then his name is Reverend Dr. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., not Martin Luther, because that's his dad, and his original name was Michael so mm-hmm. again sorry about dropping that a little no all, all piece, that stuff is in there but right? but our, our scholars say that and so the the history has been this will be the 27th year what we did for the first 25 except for one year is we had a pre-rally at some place on the university campus they've been a tremendous partner on um, the office of diversity dr. Barker and dr. Friday and the, um, the trio department, Joan Mendoza Gorham, has allowed us space. And that used to be at the cultural center where Wendy's is. And now the, the student union, um, we use that. And it was just a time to get everybody just uh, excited. It's a celebratory time. It was great for our younger kids. Um, to, to enjoy and engage and be empowered to get on campus it, and honestly right, and it was right. also to get on to, just to, to get on a college campus there there's every I will say and you brought up a good point everything is intentional that goes along with the rally in March nothing is left for chance and so we had high schools come in and, and do shows and and just paint faces unfortunately you know that um had to cease in the last couple years and then we would march uh and it grew from about 50 and it was cold it was like today i think every year we did it except for one year that it um iced over that we had to cancel and we would march to the state capitol and and the significance of that was just being seen in the city of lincoln and you would see you know you'd see black folks white folks hispanics you know, Asian, you know, preschool scholars, you'd see elderly and that's some that symbolism of walking from, you know, 945 to 1015 to the state capitol was those pictures uh, to me chanting and just talking and networking and with somebody and seeing people out there that you never like, well, what are you doing out here? I was, was you sent the links and I went I go I went way down yeah. the rabbit. OK, hole. OK. Right. I went way down the <laughs> rabbit hole. My grandmother taught me this thing that in pictures don't don't get lost in the optics. Right. Look in the eyes of the people in the picture. Yes. And that's when I knew how deep it was because it was important. Yes. Like the the, the, the one of your words empowering the empowerment of of young people to see that they're not alone in the thing that they're trying to there are people out there trying to do right, right. and try to be connected. And I love the fact that you use the hashtag walk together. Yeah. 
Like that's important, and that's the big part of the pictures. Um, folks, you, if you get a chance to go online and find those, please do so. It will it will blow your mind. Well, we have a listing of all the past rallies, but you're you're correct. Like that that march was just such a critical part to to replicate it. And you know, um, like I said, it was cold, but we'd get to the Capitol, and then we'd be in the Warner Chamber, and we have to thank you know so many Chuck Hubka and um, the senators over the years who have allowed us because we have to get. Um, uh, a sponsor to use the space mm -hmm. and never had an issue and, and it was significant for our scholars one because it was a place that a lot of them had never been and and that just when that's you think the about, empowerment yeah you just that this, belongs, the, the, the this is ours too yes like yes, to have yes. young people learn early and to see themselves in those spaces mm -hmm. like that's when you talk about being on campus at university being in those government buildings not just as a spectator, but as a participant. Yes. <laughs> like that part is missed, that these young people, this is how you, when you say empowerment, it is literally giving the gift of connection where people know that they belong, yes. This is they're a part of this thing, and they can have an impact. Well, and, it, and like you said, it, it is our place for each and every, not just for some. And we would be in the Warner Chamber, and we would fill that place up. And, and I mean, and I don't mean fill it up with people. That was the easy part. But um, they would fill your soul. Um, I have the memories of theirs, just like I said, Asia to Chantal of Food to Eva Soul to Brittany to Jay Beerman. I mean, Jacob Absalon, Trey. I can go down the, the list. Ashton Combs. I mean, doing some work doing some work and, and those of you listening i mean just doing some work up there on stage and and seeing adults and, and um just being moved being moved and and that's you know i i can I, I can think of so many things but i'll be perfectly honest that was one of the last places my mom was able to be when she saw my daughter um before you know she had to get care for alzheimer's and and watching her listen to my daughter speak up there and and say some words about being black and being beautiful and and just about seeing and hoping that some of those dreams and those steps that my mom took would be realized and to see a tear come down her eye uh, to me well that place will always hold a special place in my heart because that's what this does for individuals it's for four to ninety years old but for some individuals it's a story for other individuals sitting out there and listening and be watching Monday, it was their, it's their life. Well, that's, again, that's what we were talking through the break, that I'm, I'm a part of the, the, that I'm old enough to be a part of the folks who, the original alpha student project mm -hmm. of, of, of kids being bused across America. And it started just outside of D.C. because they, they didn't want to do it in D.C. Right. They want to do it in Virginia where you could cross over. And I was a college baseball player and, early 1980 we would take our tour down south and go play ball we would go to georgia you know we'd go to florida state right. we'd go to you know we'd ended up in georgia and, and georgia tech and this is when the atlanta killings were going on where little mm -hmm. black kids were being, being yep, snatched and yep. killed and even as teenagers we were told there were two black black players on the team and we were told that we couldn't open the door of the hotel without our secret passcode being whispered first like everybody else could go out and right. go to restaurants and do what they, but we had to sit in a room, watch TV. They brought us food, but the only way they could bring us food was 
you had a knock at the door. It was four knocks. Wow. And you had to give the you had to give the word Jaguar, and that lets you know that mm-hmm. it was somebody that was friendly to you. So it's my life. Like I'm old enough. I was right. alive during the I Have a Dream speech. That's that's right in my back door. Right. So it's, I'm looking forward to Monday because it's going to be young people acknowledging what we were versus what we want to be. Right. Right. Like that's the bridge. This the, the, this this rally gives an opportunity for us to share con- together. Right. And that's what I'm looking forward to. So with these with the virtual version yeah. of this, what can people expect on Monday? Yeah, so Monday we we are having everything like you said virtual. It's it's available. You can go to our website mlkyouthrally.com. Uh, that's mlkyouthrally.com. There'll be a button on there. You can read to the print. It'll have links. There'll be a button that you can just push, and it'll take you directly to the YouTube or the um, the site to watch it. But it's going to be very similar to what we've done in the past. So it's going to actually be a hybrid of some live and some tape. But starting at 9.30, we're going to do our pre-rally. So 9.30 to 10. Um, it's just going to be a time. Just, you know, get your coffee, get your hot cocoa, um, gather the family around. And just, you know, we want you just to just enjoy. There'll be some music. And this will be prepackaged mostly. Um, but it'll be some music, some educational videos, a great opportunity, especially for that family to kind of sit together and just kind of get in the mind for the content that's going to happen at the Call to Action program. At 10 o'clock will be our call to action program. That's the program that traditionally happened at the Capitol. And um, that's going to be our scholars who have prepared their pieces through the last, I'd say, three to four months. um, And are just it's it's a mix of um, unique poetry. Ad, ad, um, adaptations of, of, of different components that you some of you will be familiar with when you start hearing it. You're like, man, I recognize that. Oh, I like that spin. You know, we have that young lady singing from um, Omaha Central, Carrie Posey, who's just, man, she, <laughs> she's, I'm just going to say right now, yeah. the Aretha Franklin of our time. Yeah, That's, she's going to do something. We'll have a group of Belmont scholars, which have traditionally come and performed that individuals have come to look forward to uh they're actually going to be doing a story um and bringing a children's book to life a picture book which i'm gonna give you a copy of it's a sneak peek but i'm gonna don't be, uh, don't be releasing it but i'm gonna give you uh, a no, copy no, of it'll, it. it'll stay covered till tuesday it'll <laughs> but, stay covered till tuesday yeah, but, but they, they will do that um we've got a, a couple other scholars that are going to you know rick uh Bo and ala are going to um they're going to challenge you they're going to challenge you with um, something that they're going to, they're going to say. And um, when, are, when are they going to have – I'm just going to say, when are they going to have a bathroom in this community? And so that gives you a little prelude to it. Can I, t- I'll, I want to share the story because it took me to another place. So my mother-in-law, uh, God bless her, like just she's the most loving woman you can imagine. But through our relationship over time, she has shared some of the things – uh, in her life, mm-hmm. and she's very curious about how, why we're not as connected as we should be. Mm-hmm. But as a as a younger uh, woman, she wrote uh, her own story, which is "Where Is My Water Fountain?" Wow. Mm-hmm. Now, okay. Okay. You, uh, yes. Right. Like, uh, lock that in for mm-hmm. a second. 
that here's this woman going through her space and recognizing that, well, wait a minute. I don't have that. For the good and the bad, Mm -hmm. I don't have that. And so that togetherness, her one being that person to write it, but for her to share that with me, right? Wow. What, you know, my white mother-in-law shared yeah. this thing with her black son-in-law to say, you know what? I recognize, I acknowledge that this thing is here. Mm. And it meant the world because now we can have some authentic conversations. That's and that's that's (laughs) honestly that's what when you talked about that authentic conversation, that's what the rally in March is intended to do. And so that content that you're going to see, we want you to watch it with your children. Um, It is going to be, like I said, empowering. It's family friendly. But it's yes, it's going to also engage. But it's also going to, you know, have some content that afterwards we want you to say, where were you empowered? Where were you educated? How will you engage? And it's a mix. So we will have some recorded pieces, but just for the time flow and and just making sure from transition time. But every one of our scholars is going to speak. Um, we're thankful again to the university, RAF by Polytech for helping, you know, underwrite some things. I do have to give a shout out to Hastings College um, because this doesn't happen in isolation. Um, we don't have a, a budget. And so people have stepped up to support. But what you will see during that 10 to 11 piece is young people giving of themselves. Um, they will they will touch your soul. And I tell people this, if you're not if you're not moved by it. Uh, and, and Aaron Davis, who's on your station, oh, I, you know, Aaron, AD, uh. AD um, does his things, but he says this, I'm going to give him credit for it. He said there's a difference between motivation and inspiration. In- motivation leaves the room once you do. Inspiration stays long after you're gone. And we originally started when I got this to just be somebody motivated that day and everybody's like pat you on the head. We want you in February, in June, and August thinking about some of the things these scholars said because if we don't, then – all we're doing is we're going back and we have to start that fire over again. And the power of Dr. King and, and those who, um, you know, supported, but those who also invested in him and so many other individuals, they, they're not people that were motivated. You know, you don't, nobody needs a motivational speaker. There's, there's, there's a lot of motivational speakers out there. If you can find somebody that inspires you, people like Keith L. Brown, people like yourself, I mean, those are individuals that that we need and that's what these young people strive they say we're not it's not perfect if we don't hear about ourselves and hear about our message in june i think what i'm getting excited about is that i know in these spaces a challenge will be issued i'm curious to find out what that challenge will be we'll talk about that when we come back to one-on-one Watch live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. You're listening to One on One with DP on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. 